ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. I really need your help. We need your help. Help me, Maggie. What should I do? Please help, Maggie. I'm Maggie Dent, and in these special Help Me Maggie episodes on Parental as Anything, you get to ask me the sticky, tricky parenting questions you're dying to get the answers to. When kids really want something, oh, they can be so persistent. But what happens when that thing that they want is another mouth to feed, more poo to clean up and more mess to tidy? This mum has kids who are begging for a dog, but she's not sure if she should bow to the pressure. Hi, Maggie. My kids are eight, six and three and they are desperate for a dog. They see all their friends with dogs or a pet of some kind, and they can't understand why we won't get one. We are apparently the worst parents ever. I love animals, but I feel so busy and worn out and time poor, and I just don't know if I can handle the added responsibility that comes with having a pet. What should I do? Should I give in and get a family dog? Please help, Maggie. Dear Dog Dilemma Mama, thanks so much for this question, as it's one so many parents struggle with, especially mums, as they're worried it will just add to their long to-do list. However, I have to be honest, I am a huge dog fan and have always had dogs in our family, and there is one main reason why I may be on your kid's side with this dilemma. A good dog is the only creature capable of unconditional love, in my view. And I think every family needs at least one member who will love them through the thick and thin of family messiness. So we had a female fox terrier called Jessie who taught my sons about love, kindness and empathy in ways that there's no way I could have taught them. She would sit with them after they lost a game of Monopoly or their brother ate their Easter egg or they had a tough day at school. She comforted them so well without saying a word. There's even research showing how patting or cuddling a dog can lower anxiety in kids. So I'm right on your kid's side. However, When you have to make a big, life-changing decision, it can be really helpful to make the list of the fours and the gains, the pros and the cons. So here are some of my arguments in favour of adding a four-legged friend to your family. Having a dog will get you and your kids outside more. And that's a fabulous and important thing to do, especially with our screen-saturated world. And also, dog owners often connect with other dog owners So it actually has a tendency to build neighbourhood connections. Sometimes I know people by their dog and don't know their own name. Now, as a resilience educator, I have long spoken of the importance of pets as a way of teaching our kids about illness and death and loss. And yep, that can happen with a dog. Just having to take your dog to the vet when they're sick or they need their vaccinations, it's all teaching your kids about caring and understanding If they die, 
it hurts. And that's another important lesson. Of course, now let's be honest, there are always downsides <laughs> to adding another member to your family. And it should not be taken lightly because dogs can be expensive and they don't come <laughs> pre-assembled. So if you get a puppy, oh my goodness, there's a lot of time and energy that's involved in training them to become the good dog that you dreamt of. It can take a couple of years at least for your little puppy to grow out of that phase and to become that really gorgeous dog who listens to you and does what it needs to. It's a bit like having a toddler and a teenager in one furry package. Seriously, a bored, poorly trained dog, oh, it'll let you know it's not happy because it will chew your cushions, it'll wee on your couch, it'll bark endlessly until the neighbours call the council. So this is a step you've got to be really prepared and ready for. Maybe you could start with something a bit smaller, like a guinea pig or a rabbit, and it's still something they can love and cuddle and stroke, and it doesn't poo as much without adding too much to the parental mental load, especially the mama to-do list. Now, mama, if you decide you are ready for a dog, the next step is to make sure the whole family really is as ready as well. So have those family meetings where we explore the extra jobs that will come with the dog. And I'd write them all down on a big piece of paper. So we've got to feed it, groom it, check for ticks. We need to exercise it. And the biggie, we need to pick up dog poo. And it's not just going to be the parent's job. If you choose a long-haired dog, seriously, it's not just the dog grooming, it's the endless vacuuming that will be an issue. So everyone has to agree that they will need to take their turn to do these things or there ain't no dog coming. I also recommend watching some TV shows with badly behaving dogs and dog whisperers so they can gain an understanding about what dogs need and how dogs can be trained. Another great idea to prepare your kids for the possibility of a permanent dog is to dog sit someone else's dog when they go on holidays. So this way, you can see if anyone's allergic to dog hair, if they're going to get used to the responsibilities, are they going to pick up the dog poo, and you can trial it in a real practical way, especially when you are a parent whose to-do list is already full. It will give you a chance to see if the dog is going to tip you over into overwhelm and complete burnout. Now, there are a couple of options on getting that good dog. And the first one is obviously a puppy, and the second is a rescue dog. Now, puppies are incredibly cute, Mama, but there can be months of extra stress. Your children are age three and upwards, so that's actually quite a good age, but I would never get a puppy if you've got a new baby. One baby's enough in the house at a time. A rescue dog can save you hours of puppy training, and they can also teach your kids about giving others another chance at life of hope and love. Before making that final decision of getting a dog, I think asking lots of questions about the breed that most suits your family, your lifestyle, your yard, your space and your neighbourhood is important. Do you want a big one? Do you want a little one? Do you love fluffy? Do you like no hair? There's a lot of those questions. And trust me, nothing would break your kid's heart more 
than having to rehome their beloved new pet because it's too energetic for the apartment or it gets too anxious for long days at home or it just isn't the friendly, cuddly dog you're hoping for. Finally, if you decide you're just not ready to bring a dog into your life, it's absolutely okay to say no to your kids. It's not your job to cave every time your kids ask for something. It's actually a good thing to let them know why your family just isn't ready for the responsibility right now. So, Mama, I hope that's really helpful in making that big decision or exploring that big decision because it needs to be a big family decision, not just a mum or a dad decision. And I want to leave you with one last message. Coming home to a warm, loving welcome every single time with a wagging tail and a smiling snout can be such a tonic for exhausted parents. Seriously, to have that dose of unconditional love every single time is worth its weight in gold. So, until next time, keep breathing. You really have got this. Next time on Parental As Anything, kids do need to learn how to handle life's challenges. But do you go straight into protective mode every time? probably got stuff spilled all over the floor you've probably got yogurt in places that you shouldn't have yogurt but at the same time the child has learned how to navigate that whole process how to raise a resilient child who can fend for themselves well most of the time without your help that's next on parental as anything in the abc listen app This episode of Parental as Anything was recorded and produced on Noongar, Turrbal and Combermere country. 